Welcome to episode 351 of the show. I'm your host, Abuja Bay sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. So thanks for listening to the previous episodes and for hanging on for today's episode. A lot of us engaged in business nowadays have some very bad sales habits and one of them is that a lot of us negotiate against ourselves. Now what do I mean by that when I say negotiating against yourself and why this is a habit that you should stop? That is because a lot of people when potential clients hit them up on Instagram or the phone call or website or whatever they just have this assumption that their prices are too high, the customer is not going to be able to afford it. And so before the person even brings up money issues or starts talking about how expensive your prices are, before they come up with any money objections, you just assume that they might not be able to afford it. And then because of that, you drop the price. Now, the problem with this is for the average person, um, especially for uh, those of us over here in Nigeria and from what I hear our brothers and sisters in Ghana and also our cousins in India that we uh, we are more of a bargaining culture and so it doesn't matter what the amount is if you if you give an amount somebody's going to want to bargain so if you say 1.5 the person is going to say 1.3 or maybe 1m if you say 50k the person is going to say um, 35 and it just seems to be um, a nature of the game and so we just take it in um, just take it in good faith you know this whole thing of uh, the battering game and so if you are like those of us here in Nigeria or Ghana or our cousins in India then this whole thing about anchoring is really important now anchoring is something in price psychology which just basically means that if you throw out a number you have already fixed a leverage point you know on which everything is going to turn so um an example of that being like in this case if uh you quoted 1.5 and the person wants to cut it low the person is really the person is not going to go much lower than 1.5 because you have set the anchor really high. So if you say 1.5, the person might say, no, instead of 1.5 M, let me give you 1 mil or maybe 1.3 mil. And that's because you have anchored it high. And of course, the um, opposite of that is that if you anchor too low, then you're really shooting yourself um, in the foot. So if you would have preferred to have sold it for 50, but you think that 50 is too high, so you start negotiating against yourself and the person says how much, and then you look at this person and you think uh, he or she might not be able to afford. And so because of that, you say 30. And then the person says, ah, no, I'm not going to give you 30. Um, how about I give you 20? And then maybe you guys go up to 25. And of course, in the beginning, what you really had in mind what you are hoping for that would be able to allow you to run the business uh, profitably, give yourself a healthy salary, pay for your living expenses, pay for petrol, fuel, internet, school fees, and what have you, is 50. So if 50 is your happy number, but then you start off the whole process by saying 30, you're really shooting yourself in the foot because you are anchoring low. So, if you are in an industry or a context or a culture where haggling is just the norm, then you shouldn't be taking the brief of the other person. You shouldn't be making assumptions and then shooting yourself in the foot by negotiating against yourself. Don't worry about whether the person can afford to pay or not. The other person 
is going to negotiate on their behalf so you don't need to do it for them so actually what you should be doing is if that 50k or that 1.5 is what you comfortably need to sustain the business and remember we have to be in business sustainably over the long term because if you are good at what you do you are reputable and um, you like to be fair to everyone then you actually are doing them a service by making sure that you quote a price that allows you to stay in business because there are lots of people who are in business who are just shucksters and are just looking for uh, just looking for people that they can shank, you know, people that they can take their money and then run off and deliver subpar service. There are lots of people out there who are not as ethical as you are and focused on quality like you are. There's some people that just take the money and then run with it. It's something that I witnessed firsthand because I have seen a business uh, consultant take money to draft the business plan and then without going through any discovery process, the person just coughs up a document and um yeah of course person charged 500k for that and you know in those scenarios there's nothing you can do really because the person wasn't really clear about the sales process uh, i mean sorry about the process from the beginning about you pay the money this is the next step and then stuff like that and let's face it we're in nigeria so what are you going to do you drop 50k if you want to recover that 50k and you go and get a lawyer of course that lawyer is not going to take Okay, well, I haven't been in legal services for a very long time. But bottom line is, is probably it's going to cost you more than 500k to recover that 500k. So you just figure, is it worth it? So you shout, you cajole, you abuse, you call the elder in church. Maybe you call his spouse or, um, or uh, you know, you call his wife. Or if it's a woman, you call her husband if you have the phone number. You try and see what you can do through informal processes to get your money if it's not something you can do then you know in the typical niger context i guess you just let things be because it's not like the judicial system is going to be affordable or speedy enough to get you the um the uh the recompense the justice that you deserve so uh where was i what was i going with that anyway um Okay, yes. Uh -huh. So I was just using that an example to show how there are lots of fraudulent people out there. But I'm assuming that if you're listening to this show that you're an ethical person and you want to do business right. So actually, if you charge these ridiculous prices and you keep undercutting yourself and negotiating against yourself, then you're putting your end customers in much more problems because eventually you're not going to be able to continue being a wedding photographer or a wedding planner or an architect or whatever service it is that you provide. You'll go out of business. And then the person is going to be faced with all these shocksters out there who have absolutely no problems taking their money and delivering shitty service. So you actually owe it up to yourself, uh, to your dependents, you know, like your husband, your wife, um, your kids, your other dependents. Um, and you also owe it up to your end customer to charge a price that is going to be uh, sustainable and keep you in business over the long term. So stop negotiating against yourself. So it's 50 is what you're actually looking for and you're in a um, haggling culture or a haggling context then don't start off by saying um, 50 if you expect them to haggle maybe you might start off by saying i don't know 60 or maybe 70 and then they try to uh, price it down if you say 60 they say oh no 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 i'll give you 45 and then you guys beat around the bush and then you end up at that 50 which is what you wanted anyway or maybe you end up at 52 or 53 which uh, puts you a little bit um, in the blue is that the expression? Is it blue or in the green? Look, I'm not sure what the accounting terms are. I think if you're in the red, you're negative. So it puts you 
sorry negative so it puts you either in the blue or in the green um, and uh, you have a little bit much more profit to work with so that is one bad sales habit that a lot of us ought to stop and I'm currently speaking with someone about that who has prices that I think are fair but she just assumes that the potential client might not be able to afford and so she starts off the conversation even though she has already sent the price list by pricing herself um, lower so the potential customer can hold their own brief they know what it is that they can afford what you should do is just say your price as it is i'm assuming that you've done some market research before you arrived at the figure you did some market research to see what's tenable in the city that you live in so if you're a wedding planner you've done your research and you've seen that uh, wedding planners in abuja can make anything between um let's say 50k and maybe 200k per wedding i'm just throwing around figures because i don't know that market so i'm just throwing away figures so you have looked and you think that wedding um, planners in Abuja can make a profit of anything between 50 and 200k per wedding. Okay, let's say 200 and then 500k per wedding. And so in that case, it's just a matter of you figuring what, what the actual costs are and then throwing your margin on top. And so if that's the case, do not undercut yourself by anchoring low or by starting at the fixed price. If you're going to play the haggle game, then start off higher and don't worry, the potential customer is going to be able to hold their brief. If they can't and you keep running into that problem, then it means that you need to tweak something in your sales process. It means that perhaps you're going after the wrong uh, target market or that you haven't thought through your sales process well enough to make sure that you can um, convert a client. Now, the whole idea behind conversion is that people reach out to you and you're able to carry them through stages, different engagements, different conversations to get them to the point of buying. That's assuming that you're speaking to your ideal target audience and a well-qualified uh, buyer. That's someone who has a need, uh, who has a want, the person can afford, uh, what else? The person is ready to take action within a reasonable um, time frame. So, um, yeah, that's the right way to look at it. So, stick to your guns. If you stick to it and it looks like people have, there's too much attrition because of price, then refine your sales process. Look for a new ideal uh, customer profile or tweak your sales process to make sure that you're a whole lot better at conversions. So when people hit you up on DM, you're able to convert from DM to phone call or DM to meeting. And then from the meeting, you're able to convert uh, a meeting to, uh, I don't know, presentation, assuming that that's your, your sales process. And then from presentation, you're able to convert from presentation to um, payment of initial deposit. So whatever it is that your sales process um, involves, those are the sorts of things that you'll have to um, tweak. But don't worry, it's not all um, hellfire and fire and brimstone if we have lots of attrition because of price and people keep running away. Let's have a proper time view, time frame around this. A lot of us involved in the business are relatively young. We're anything between you know, 20, 30, 40 years of age. We still have another 40, 50 maybe even 60 years for some of us to remain in business you know that's a long time to tweak and to get the pricing right but i guess what i'm trying to say is that if you lose a bunch of customers in january february march you know overpriced it's not the end of the world you still have a couple of months to tweak the pricing and the most important thing is to make sure that you get the right uh, formula regarding your ideal client uh, the price and your sales process to make sure that you are sustainable over the long term so it's not about the people that escape 
or the money that you didn't make in January and February of 2022, but what are the prospects of uh, you doing business correctly for 2023, 24, and beyond. So thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.